Welcome to the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gwena, certified holistic health coach and detox enthusiast, and I'm here to talk all things detox. Toxins exist in our lives in many forms, from the foods we eat, products we use, people we spend time with, and even the thoughts in our heads. Here we discuss how various toxins may be sapping our energy and vitality, and how we can detox to create a life we love. Each week, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, clean beauty, body image, stress management techniques, career and business, relationships, you name it. Whether it's with a guest or just yours truly, we'll get real, raw, and honest and provide tangible tips to detox all areas of our lives. If you're ready to step into the most vibrant version of you, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. Today, I wanted to share a story with you, a story that I heard about a year ago, and it just has really stuck with me, and I feel like there's so many lessons to be pulled from it. So this episode is probably going to be short and sweet, depending on how much I ramble past it, but I just want to kick it off by reading the story itself. So this is the story of the Mexican fisherman. An American investment banker was at the pier of a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman docked. Inside the small boat were several large fin yellow tuna. The American complimented the Mexican on the quality of his fish and asked how long it took to catch them. The Mexican replied only a little while, then the American asked why he didn't stay out longer and catch more fish. The Mexican said he had enough to support his family's immediate needs. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? The Mexican fisherman said, I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, take siestas with my wife, Maria, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life. The American scoffed. I'm a Harvard MBA and could help you. You should spend more time fishing and with the proceeds, buy a bigger boat. With the proceeds from the bigger boat, you could buy several boats. Eventually, you would have a fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch to a middleman, you would sell directly to the processor, eventually open your own cannery, You would control the product, processing, and distribution. You would need to leave this small coastal fishing village and move to Mexico City, then LA, and eventually New York City, where you will run your expanding enterprise. The Mexican fisherman asked, but how long will all this take? To which the American replied, 15 to 20 years. But what then? Asked the Mexican. The American laughed and said, that's the best part. When the time is right, you would announce an IPO and sell your stock to the public and become very rich. You would make millions. Millions, then what? The American said, then you would retire, move to a small coastal fishing village where you would sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take siestas with your wife, stroll to the village in the evenings where you could sip wine and play guitar with your amigos. So I just love this story for so many reasons. There are so many different takeaways. So I just wanted to walk through a few that I find and that I try to incorporate into my life. So Obviously, the the overarching one that we can all pick up on is that in our American culture, there's such a focus on working hard so we can enjoy life later. So basically, it's this delayed gratification model where we are missing out on the moments that matter, losing sleep, foregoing our health, all of these different things in the moment, but really for, according to this story, 15 to 20 years so that we can make all this money and then relax later and enjoy the life that we could have been enjoying the whole time. And obviously, many of us are probably not quite in the position of this Mexican fisherman where we already have this like perfect balance of life at our fingertips. But for most of us, 
there are always points in our lives that require a bit more hustle versus those where we could be a little bit more riding the wave. But we often don't allow ourselves to ride the waves when the opportunities arise because we're just in this constant state of hustle and sacrifice because we think that that's the way we should be living in order to you know, make all this money and reap the rewards down the line. And unfortunately, lots of times we're making these decisions at the expense of enjoying the current moment. And part of this can stem from not trusting that it's okay for us to relax, because if we do, we might lose it all. And something that stuck out to me is that the fisherman catches what he needs for the immediate. He's not catching more to ensure that he's covered for the future. He's not like staying out for a few extra hours and like freezing it somehow or making a plan to make sure that if something were to go down, he's good in the next like however much future time. He just trusts that there's going to be more when he needs it. And that feeling of abundance is really hard to embrace. And it's something that most of us don't trust until we're thrown into a situation where we have no choice but to believe that we'll be able to figure things out and that there is abundance all around us. And I've actually found, which I think is really interesting, that my friends who have been let go from jobs and had to get creative, whether they are consulting or finding different streams of income, and they're now so much more confident in their ability to be able to figure out how to take care of themselves. And they don't have to stay stuck somewhere that they don't like because they believe in their own resourcefulness and that there is abundance around us and that we can just figure it out when we need to. And I feel like that is such a huge lesson that I think for a lot of us is really, really hard to embrace. I mean, myself included. And I'm obviously not telling everyone to go out and quit their job tomorrow, but you can use this philosophy of enjoying the day-to-day more rather than waiting for some big payoff in the end. So like what are some things that you want to do when you, you know, like quote unquote, make it bigger? You know, we all say we want to do certain things when we have time or when we have money or I mean, God forbid, like when we lose weight or when we feel less anxious or uh, we're always kind of putting contingencies on where we're going to live our lives when when really we could start right now to some degree. And an example of that could be, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh my God, I'd never have time to like read a fiction book. Like that's a ridiculous thing, but I would love to, like I'd love to read. I mean, honestly, we can find 30 minutes a few times a week to set aside to read a fiction book. Or maybe you really love cut flowers, but like you just tell yourself they're too expensive. If you really enjoy them, you know, go to Trader Joe's. (laughs) They're really cheap. That could be something that would make you just feel so much better in the day-to-day, like lighting candles, making more plans to spend time with your friends instead of always prioritizing staying at the office late, or talking to your boss about being able to leave an hour early every Friday so you can pick your kids up from school or whatever that may look like. We, again, like everything else, seem to have a very all-or-nothing opinion of we have to just hustle, grind, all in, and then someday we'll be able to just fully relax and take advantage of it when really we can incorporate these joyful parts of our lives now and like take the vacation days, get that summer home, like life is now. 
And sadly, we often neglect our health when we're in this hustle mentality. And, you know, then we end up by the time we're in a place where we're like, okay, now I have the money or I have the status or whatever it is that we're ready to actually like sit back and enjoy the spoils. We've neglected our relationships, our health, and we can't enjoy them to the same degree as we could have if we had just given ourselves a little bit of that joy along the way. And I also think that we could kind of spin this another way in terms of how we look at health in general. I think sometimes we try to American businessman getting healthy and think that we can, you know, strictly diet and restrict our food and work out like crazy so that we can quote unquote, like get to the goal or get healthy or get in shape or whatever that is. And then it's like, we're coasting when that's not the way health works. Like health is consistent effort. Health is a way of life. So when that's the case, it needs to be enjoyable. The journey needs to be something that you are having fun along the way. So you need to make sure that you're sprinkling some enjoyment throughout that health journey, along with the discipline and the structure that's obviously gonna help you to actually feel your best and enjoy the benefits of being healthy. So these are just some of the the takeaways from the story. And I just, again, feel like it, it just sticks with me so much that we have today and we can feel joy in today whenever we want. So if you have like stories like this, similar like, you know, fables and things with takeaways, I would love for you to share them with me. I just love stories like this so much. And I think it just helps to illustrate some of the concepts that we kind of know, but we don't really let ourselves embody or incorporate into our lives. So I guess that would be kind of my really big thing is uh, you're probably going to hear this story. If you haven't heard it already, you're going to be like, I love this. It's so true. But please, I invite you to like come up with one way that you can take something away from this episode, from this story and incorporate it in your life. So is it that you start buying lilies for your week, for yourself every week at Trader Joe's or you light a candle every time you start your work day or you know you treat yourself to that latte instead of being like it's too expensive to upgrade for the two dollars like what is it going to take for you to just feel these simple joys throughout your life big and small don't leave vacation days on the table spend time with the people you love it really is so important so i would love for you to share with me what you're going to incorporate in your life based on this story I would obviously love to hear what you're thinking of the show. I know this is just a short little snippet, but it was just something I wanted to share. But if you have other ideas for solo episodes, things that you want to hear me talk about, I would absolutely love the feedback. I'm always looking for new ideas for solo episodes, and I have some really fun interview episodes lined up. Next week, we're going to be talking about detoxing our closets, which is a really fun one. Um, We are also going to get into toxic energy in the workplace, astrology. So really interesting topics. Again, all different ways that we can take care of ourselves, take care of our health and live the most vibrant life that we possibly can. So if you're enjoying the show, I would absolutely love if you would leave a rating and review. And I would love to hear from you. Um, I'm on Instagram at the.detox.diaries. Shoot me a DM say hi. I would love to get to know you. So thanks again for listening to the show and I will see you on the next one. Bye.